I am Swapnil and this is the 8th part of Budget Analysis series. In this part, I am going to talk about Fiscal Deficit. Fiscal Deficit is total receipts excluding loans minus total expenditure. Don't worry about the formula, but it tells us how much extra money the government has or has planned to spend over and above the income. Here is the chart where you can see how the Fiscal Deficit as a percentage of GDP has been over the last two decades. 4 to 5% of GDP is considered as normal or tolerable. More than that could create panics. Prior to FY08, the deficit was in a decreasing trend and in a safer level. Post the global financial crisis, it rose up sharply and until FY12, it hovered around 6%. Then, the government successfully managed to keep it low, but COVID made the situation worse. It reached 9% in FY21. Now it is a bit lower than that, but still considered very high. In this budget, the government should avoid unnecessary expenditure and try to restrict fiscal deficit for FY24 below 5% of GDP. If fiscal deficit means that the government has less money to spend, then how does it finally spend? The answer is simple. It borrows. It can borrow from the market like how companies do by issuing bonds. You must have heard about treasury bills and government securities. They are nothing but government borrowing from many financial institutions. Another source of borrowing is through us. Yes, you and I. You must have heard about Provident Fund or National Savings Certificate or Post Office Fixed Deposit. They are called small saving schemes and they finally end up with the government for filling up this gap. So the next time you transfer money to your PF account, think of it as you are filling up the government deficit. Please note that the bank-related deposits don't end up in this way like the post office-related deposits. Now another important point. In general, government would prefer lower interest rates, right? But there is one problem. If the interest rates are very low, then there is a high possibility that people would look out for different saving instruments. Therefore, Government ensures that PF rate is higher than bank's deposit rate. Also, it is on purpose that the PPF or EPF investments attract ATC deductions and its interest is also tax-free. But the government would still prefer to borrow from the market as the interest rate on borrowings are lower than the small saving schemes. You can see in this chart how much percentage of deficit financing is made through market borrowings and other sources. The yellow bars are market borrowings. Green bars represent other internal financing sources which include small savings schemes. And then the pink bars represent external sources or foreign sources. On average, governments prefer borrowing. Post-2008, you can see how it relied on it heavily, which also resulted in some economic issues. One good point is that the Indian government has not preferred external borrowings in general which kind of makes India better off than many emerging markets who rely heavily on external borrowings. Now, within few hours, budget will be presented. I hope my videos have helped you understand many concepts and data that would be discussed for a week on the media. I did this small pre-budget series of 8 episodes which were released every day before the budget. I would like to do similar thing post-budget, but I cannot guarantee the frequency of the same. Write to me what would you like to listen to in the post-budget series or if you have any doubts or you need clarification then do let me know in the comments and I will try to help you with them. Thank you very much.